Praise God, praise God, praise God. This is your elder Solomon coming to you this and every Friday with the hour of faith. Today we want to continue with the hand of God, part two. Then we will end it there. Maybe some other time, if God permits, we can continue. The hand of God, the hand of God. Turn your Bible with me to Psalm 104. Verse 28, Psalm 104, verse 28. When you supply it, I'm reading from the NLT. When you supply it, they gather it. You open your hand to feed them and they are richly satisfied. When you supply it, the hand of God supplies our needs hallelujah the hand of god supplies everything you need your life is in the hand of god if you surrender it into his hand he does it for you that's why he's saying when you supply it they gather it if the Lord does not give you the money, you will not get the money. If he doesn't give you the contract, you will not get the contract. If he doesn't give you the husband, no matter how hard you try, you will not get the husband. If he doesn't supply the children to you, you will struggle and struggle. You will not get the children. His hand supplies it and we gather it. And his hand feeds us and makes us satisfied. Hallelujah. He feeds us spiritually. He feeds us physically. Hallelujah. So, he, his hand provides for us in simple terms. So, the hand of God does great and mighty things for us. All you need to do is to surrender your life to him and tell him that he should use his hand to take care of everything of you. Should take care of everything. Surrender your life, everything, to the hand of God. And He will do it. Hallelujah. He will do it. And He will do it great in a grand style for you. Turn your Bible with me to First Chronicles chapter 28, 29, rather, verse 12. 1 Chronicles chapter 28, verse 12. 1 Chronicles chapter 29, verse 12. Worth and honor comes from you alone. For you rule over everything. Power and might are in your hand. Power and might are in your hand. And at your discretion, people are made great and given strength. At your discretion, people are made great and given strength. Worth and honor are in the hand of the Lord. If you want to be wealthy, if you want to be honored, it is in the hand of the Lord. Hallelujah. No matter how hard you try to be honored, if the hand of God does not support you, you will not be honored. And it is the hand of God that elevates people to be honored. You will be honored by God. You will be honored by man. 
And wealth comes from the Lord. If you want to be rich, if you want to be wealthy, it comes from the hand of the Lord. He says, wealth and honor come from you alone. So if you you are looking, you are trying to make, you trying very hard to use your own mind to beat people, to, to do so many things, trying to be wealthy. That is not the right way. The right way is to get the power from God because wealth comes from him. And if he gives you that ability, if you sell even stones, you will be rich. Hallelujah. But if he doesn't give you that ability and that you haven't surrendered to him for him to supply you with all those things and you want to try as much as possible to go to the enemy, which is Satan, for anything, you will not survive. He will give you something temporary and it will, he will give you rules and regulation governing that small money he has given you. You don't sleep at this time. You don't eat this one at this time. This time you have to be here. When God gives you wealth, he doesn't add any rule to it. Anytime you, you, you wish to sleep, you can sleep. Anytime you wish to go anywhere, you can go anywhere. Anytime you want to do anything, he doesn't restrict you. Satan gives you small money. He restricts you on so many things. So you see somebody very rich outside, but in the evening he is crying because he can't sleep. He has been given straight instructions. Even food that you eat, he will tell you the one not to eat. Hallelujah. Wealth and honor come from the Lord. And power and mind are in his hands. So if someone is, 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 is serving the Satan and telling you that he has power, and he's trying to show you something. Sometimes you you will see. You will see what I do. you know where I come from. Hey, I come from this place. Do you know? Do you know? Do you know? Do you know? Why? Because he thinks he has power. But the Bible says power and might are in the hand of the Lord. He rule over everything. So that thing that power that small we are not saying they don't have power no don't mistake that one they have power but we we call something power past power hallelujah if a general is coming and a a, a, a soldier man who is just a sergeant see him although he was flexing there and everybody was afraid of him when the general reached there he kept quiet and salute the general because he knows that a superior power has come to his presence. And he will shut his mouth until that general leaves that place. He cannot open his mouth. That is what we are saying. They have power, but their power is ranked the lowest. And ours is the superior power. Hallelujah. So, and Mama Bodia, I've cursed you. No, you cannot be cursed. You cannot be cursed. He said to us that no curse will work on you. No curse will work on you. If he cursed, turn it to a blessing and it will be a blessing for you. Because your power can override their power. Hallelujah. 
Don't be afraid and be shaking and let them do what they want to do. Power and mind are in the hand of the Lord. Power and mind are in the hand of the Lord. And he uses as his discretion. Anyhow he wants it. Hallelujah. Turn your Bible with me to um, Jeremiah 18 verse 6. Jeremiah 18 verse 6. And let's see. If the hand of God cannot do great things for you, Satan can't give you either. He can't do anything. They, he will just joke and then waste your time for nothing. Hallelujah. Jeremiah chapter 18. Jeremiah chapter 18. Jeremiah chapter 18. Verse 6. O Israel, can I not do to you as this porter has done to his clay? As the clay is in the hand, as the clay is in the porter's hand, so are you in my hand. As the clay is in the porter's hand, so are you in my hand. As the clay is in the porter's hand, so are you in my hand. What does it mean? The porter molds this clay anyhow he wants it to be. And even if he molds it for a flower pot and is broken, the porter can remake it for another use. He can remake it for another flower pot which is even beautiful than the first one or can use it for any other thing so in the hand of the potter the clay there's nothing like waste in his hand even the smallest clay can be used for another beautiful thing and the lord is saying so are we in his hand so he has brought it physically for us to see the potter how he uses the clay now we are also the clay in the hands of the lord he can use it for anything anything at all there is nobody in the hand of god that is a waste person in his hand everybody matters in the hand of the lord and he can use it for anything anything at all it doesn't matter you have tried and tried and you think oh now the lord has even forgotten me now uh, uh, there's nothing good in me never say that the lord has something greater for you because you are the clay in his hand just like the potter so he can remake you he can remold you he can do anything with you and it will be your life will be much beautiful much greater and much better than it was before it got broken hallelujah all you have to do is to surrender your life into the hand of the lord if your life is in the hand of the Lord, he will fix it for you. As people are saying, fix this, fix that, fix this, fix that. The Lord is the only one that can fix all those things for you. You don't blame somebody when your, 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 your marriage is going down. You tell the Lord to fix that marriage for you. A 
and you submit yourself to him and you submit the marriage into the hand of the Lord and he will do it. Hallelujah. He will do it. The Lord will fix your marriage for you because if the marriage is broken, then it is the, it is the same thing like the, the, the potter has clay in his hand. He can turn it, remold it, and make the marriage sweeter and better than before. Hallelujah. If your life is broken, the Lord can fix it. If anything of yours is broken in your life, the Lord can fix it. All you have to do is to surrender your life to him. If you don't know Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior, then you are not even closer to what I'm saying. You are not part of it. You have to accept Lord Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior. And you become part of the family of God. Then you surrender your life to him. That Lord, my life, my marriage, my business, my education, my this, my that, my health, my children, my wife, my husband, my brothers, my sisters. I commit them into your hand. I surrender them into your hand. Take absolute control over them. And whilst you are in the hand of the Lord, the enemy cannot snatch you out of the hand of the Lord. Because he said in Isaiah 43 that from eternity to eternity, I am God. And no one can snatch anyone out of my hand. So if you are in the hand of the Lord, the enemy dare not. He cannot even come close, let alone snatch you out of the hand of the Lord. Because he knows you are at a safer place. Hallelujah. Continue, turn your Bible with me to Deuteronomy chapter 32. Deuteronomy chapter 32. Deuteronomy chapter 32, verse 41. Deuteronomy 32, verse 41. I'm reading from the NLT. Deuteronomy chapter 32. Verse 41, I'm reading from the NLT. When I sharpen my flashing sword and begin to carry out justice, I will take revenge on my enemy and repay those who reject me. Let me continue with the 42. I will make my arrow drunk with blood and my sword and my sword will devour flesh, the blood of the slaughtered and the captives, and the head of the enemy leaders. The head of the enemy leaders. The arrow is shot from the hand of the Lord, and the sword is the hand of the Lord that is holding the sword. And he says, when he takes up that sword, he will take vengeance on your behalf. Vengeance belongs to the Lord. If the enemy is doing anything, and you think, I will take vengeance, I will go and fight him. No, don't worry yourself. Don't worry your strength. Vengeance belongs to the Lord. Surrender, so, submit or surrender that enemy to the hand of the Lord. 
and he will deal with him for you. Hallelujah. He will deal with you for you with him for you. Simple. You don't have to waste your time fighting the enemy physically. If you fight him physically, he will fight you spiritually. But if you take the fight to the Lord and he meet him in the spiritual realm, he will salute. And when he finish him in the spiritual realm, physically you are you are you are done. When he sees you, he cannot even look at your face because he has been conquered in the spiritual realm. Hallelujah. Whatever happens in the physical is the replica of the spiritual. It has already happened in the spiritual and it appears in the physical. That's why somebody can get a dream that he said, I got a dream and uh, I, I was marrying somebody. And by so doing, in some few months, that marriage will come on. Or maybe he's looking for a child. And he said, I got a dream that I have given birth to a boy. And by so doing, uh, some, after some months, we get pregnant. And when he gives birth, it will be a boy. It has already preordained. And the Lord has shown you that picture. And if you want it, if you dream and you want it, you stamp it with the blood of Jesus. Lord, let this thing that you showed me come on or let it manifest life. Then you stamp it with the blood of Jesus. And if you see something that somebody will say, I have dreamt and uh, uh, someone shot me and he doesn't, he's joking with it. He doesn't do anything about it. Give him less than one month. You see, the guy is sick. They will take him to hospital. They say he's coughing blood. By the time they are aware, he's dead. He has been shot, but he could have turned it, and he didn't turn it, and it will manifest life. When it, it manifests, and it's only God who can do help you. So if you get that dream, you tell the Lord, Lord, this thing I saw, I don't want it. I cancel it in the name of Jesus and with the blood of Jesus. And it will be canceled. It can manifest because the blood of Jesus, the name of Jesus, superb, or it's a superior name. Let me say it that way. It overrides any other name because Jesus said, all power has been given to me in heaven, on earth, and under the earth. So if the enemy is in heaven, the, the power is with Jesus. If the enemy is on this earth, the power is with Jesus. If it's under the earth or under the sea or the oceans, it's still under the earth. The power is with Jesus. So where can the enemy run to that the power of God can't reach him? Hallelujah. The hand of God can reach anywhere. Let me read this one and we will... We'll bring it to an end. Amos, Amos 9 2, he says, When the enemy reaches to the sky, he will pull him down. If he goes down to the earth, he will pull him out and capture him and destroy him. And if he goes to anywhere, the hand of the Lord can reach there. Surrender your life to the Lord. And he will do it for you. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior, say this after me. Lord Jesus, I repent of my sins. I know you are the Son of God and you came to die because of my sins. I take you as my Lord and personal Savior. 
Come and live with me all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. If you said that prayer, then you have become born again. Find a good Bible-based church and attend. The Lord will bless you. Have a great day. Bye-bye.